Welcome to the Inner Peace Podcast. Join Matthew McDaniel as he helps others face their toughest struggles head on and achieve a purpose-driven life free from limitations. A show that helps you navigate your path to inner peace. Thank you for joining. Now, let's take your questions about your life. Hey, welcome to this episode of the Inner Peace Podcast. We have some good questions for you today. Let's get started. First up, why do people, sorry, why don't people have a good reason to be angry? There's really never a good time, place to be angry. Being angry is a result of a couple different things that are going on around you and inside you. When you're working with somebody or you're talking with somebody, you're in the area where somebody is angry, our job and our eyes should not see this as something that is bad or good. We shouldn't be judging if why they've reached this level of emotion, this intensity, is right or wrong. It has nothing to do with right or wrong. What we have to see is this is a call for help, a call for they need love in their life. They need to be shown an extension of love. Things like, show me kindness, show me compassion, help me, give me a helping hand. You know, if somebody's drowning in the water, are you going to point at them and judge them for not being able to swim, or are you going to throw them a lifeline? That's the difference here with unconditional love. Unconditional love sees the person as hurting and shows compassion and kindness to that person. Fear sees this as, you don't have a good reason for, for acting this way. We need to change our perspective. Now, for the person who is angry, it may help for you to understand how they've reached a point of being angry. With anything that happens in life, we can start off with having something that just feels like a mild uh, irritation or something that's just a little bit frustrating. And then over time, what could happen is if you don't resolve the issue that started this thing all off, if you don't resolve the original thought, the belief, then you're going to carry this thing with you until you do. In the meantime, what could happen is this mild frustration, something at work, for example. Let's say you have a big project and somebody, somebody didn't complete a task because they had some family things going on over the next week and then over the next month, the same thing has happened three or four times. So that mild, oh, yeah, yeah I got you. I, I can cover for you on this one, turns into you're not pulling your weight. What is going on? But instead, we want to nip it in the butt right out of the gate. When you start feeling these emotions, these fear-based emotions, they don't feel good. They don't sit well within your chest, within your body. You can... It's almost like your body's telling you, hey, this is not feeling right. Please help me. And it all goes back to your thoughts. So if you want to avoid reaching an intensity level of anger, then you want to take a look at that thought, deep dive right into it, figure out, hey, what am I thinking right now and why? Then change the thought. Change your perspective and how you look at it. If somebody's having a hard time on your team, and they're unable to complete a task, it would help to understand why. Because through the eyes of unconditional love, we look for compassion, kindness, ways to help, ways for a team to come together and find new solutions 
to help this person in their time of need. But you have to communicate this. You can't bottle this up. You can't hide this emotion until one day it stacks and stacks and stacks and builds in intensity and then it's a full-fledged anger. And when you get into this state of mind, you are overwhelmed with the emotion. This makes it very difficult for you to even think, process logical thoughts, see the big picture, act from a place of kindness and compassion because you are overwhelmed with this emotion and you're just going to do what, what comes to you in that very moment in a, from a reaction. You're not able to discern between love and fear. You're just going to go. And so when we do have somebody who is angry, let's keep in mind that they are going through an inner struggle for themselves right now. We want to show them compassion. We want to show them kindness. And we want to give them a lifeline. Thank you for your question. We'll go to question number two. I have a hard time believing rationalizations when I am emotionally invested. It feels like I'm trying to trick myself, so I'm unable to change my mind. Why is that? This inner knowing that you have is there to guide you when you don't have experience to back it. If I'm going into a brand new situation where I have little knowledge, kind of like right now, I'm trying to get sound through a microphone, video on a camera, combine this all into one, and then get it posted so that hopefully there's not a whole lot of technical issues that people can at least hear the message and there's nothing disrupting or there's no audio issues, stuff like that. So if I'm going into this situation and I have, let's say, people telling me, you should look at doing this in your podcast or you should try to change the way you talk, I think that's good feedback. But I also have to listen to what feels right because in this moment right now, I have limited experience, limited knowledge in this area. And if I don't have the experience and I don't have enough repetitions in producing something in audio and video, then I have to use both my intuition and I have to use my logic to come to a decision. So if you have a hard time believing rationalizations, it's because your intuition is guiding you and your logic and your rationalization, your mind is also guiding you. Now you ask when you are emotionally invested, emotions come from thoughts. There is a thought within you that is creating this emotion to want to do something. When I'm emotionally invested in what I say, it's because what I say is coming from a place of love. That love produces happiness, joy, and fulfillment. I love what I'm saying. I love what I'm doing. So here, here's the simple way to explain what's going on. You're, you're following your heart, and along the way, you're going to try to make improvements, or you're going to listen, or you're going to hear things, and it's going to challenge the way you've been doing things. You always revert back to what makes you happy, what brings you joy, what brings you fulfillment. You always stay rooted in the original purpose, why you got started in the first place, what you're trying to achieve. You always stay grounded and rooted in that. Always keep that and hold on to it. Many companies have this as a mission statement, their values. Know that for yourself. And then whatever you create, 
from that place will be perfect. So you do not have to try to have your thoughts arguing with your emotions and everything's becoming confusing because at the end of the day, you always revert back to why you got started in the first place. So you don't have to feel like you're trying to trick yourself. You don't have to feel like you're trying to put barriers or, or protection in place so you don't change your mind. It does help to put guardrails up by writing this all down. What's my mission? What's my purpose? What are my values? Because you can use that as your North Star to make sure that your decisions are continuing to point in that direction so you don't mistakenly get off track. And it doesn't matter if you get off track anyway because it's a great learning opportunity. You'll know why. It'll reaffirm why you're so grounded and strong in your values and your mission statement. So if this does happen, see this as a blessing. It was a good reminder to say, hey, stay this course, remember? Oh yeah, that's right. Thank you for your question. All right, let's go to number three. What are some ways our emotions can influence our decision-making processes? Emotions, fear-based or love-based, can do a couple different things. Let's start off with fear-based, and then we'll end on a positive note. So with fear-based emotions, they can become overwhelming to where we lose our ability to discern where we're going. So if we're driving a car, it's like losing the GPS, throwing it out the window when you're in a big city and you have no idea where you're going. That's what fear-based emotions will do to you. And especially when you're overwhelmed with these types of emotions, it is exactly like that. You have no idea where you're going. You have no idea what's a safe spot to be in. What's a, where should I park? I mean, there is so much things, there are so many things that can go wrong when you're in this state because you are flying blind, completely blind, and you are just reacting. So emotions in that sense, there's not a whole lot of decision-making going on that's coming from a place of love. It's really just, how do I get out of this situation right now? You're going to go back to your basic instincts. How do I protect myself? How do I stay alive? How do I not get hurt? How do I get out of this situation right here, right now? It's like fight or flight. That's what you're going to see with the, with the fear-based uh, emotions like frustration, anger, sadness, being irritable, stuff like that. Now, on the flip side, on a positive note, with love-based emotions, it's actually going to supercharge whatever you're working on. It's like, the, uh, it's like a battery that never, goes, that never runs empty. It's supercharging. It's like the NOS in the race cars. It's just the fuel of life. When you are running on unconditional love and you are creating from unconditional love, meaning everything you're saying, doing, thinking, feeling, and producing is all in perfect alignment with this source of energy, you are going to sprint and you are going to see time fly by. I mean, you will, it will take hours into feeling like minutes. It is almost like you are stopping time when you are running on this type of energy. So when that does happen, it's not that it's going to necessarily influence decisions because you're just going to be creating the same decisions, but you're going to be so happy and so in, in the flow of things that you're going to want to stay there forever. And so when something like it's something fear-based comes in, you're going you're gonna to reject it. 
your body's just going to say, uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm way too happy in this in this flow right here, right now, that I do not even want to have that come into my life. And it's because of that that I originally got started in trying to figure out how I can clear more space with inside my thoughts, removing fear-based thoughts, and clearing more space for love and unconditional love because I felt just how great I I felt doing what I was doing. My entire life got flipped upside down. All the stuff that I thought was important was no longer important. And I mean, all this stuff just shedded and fell away. And what I was left with was nothing but what I love doing, what brings joy and fulfillment. And I was supercharged. That's why I love getting up. I love talking. I love sharing messages. I love helping people in my day-to-day job. And yeah, just living in the flow. So if you can get to this point, and you can if you continue to listen and learn about thoughts, learn to listen to emotions as a a warning, alert to say, hey, you're creating a fear-based thought, going deep, 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 finding out where the original thought happened, and it may have happened in a past experience you had, learning how to heal that, learning how to forgive other people. All of this stuff works, and it's going to allow you to experience this energy, this flow for yourself. And with that, we are up on time. But I want to say thank you. Can't say thank you enough. Keep firing off those questions to me, and we will keep chipping away at this and make some improvements in our lives. And with that, I'll leave you be. But have a great day, and I wish you all the best. Thank you. This is the Inner Peace Podcast. Hey, friends. This episode is over, but head over to the notes section for a link to submit your questions. If you need more resources, head over to the blog for more answers to your questions or check out past episodes. Thanks for listening.